Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. Should have had a Santa hat. Or does it not count? It's the day after. Christmas was yesterday, so. I leave the fucking tree up, though. This thing's staying up till February. There's no rush to get that thing. So I guess I could have worn a Santa hat. All right, let's click this. The Kevin Nash podcast. If you're looking for somebody else, maybe John Tempta. He's not here. Um, but he will be in, in, in that vicarious fashion. Um, it's, uh, I'm Sean, that's Kev and, uh, and another Christmas in the books. Not, 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 not too quick for you. Uh, and not quick enough for you. I should say, uh, I'm getting the sense you're going to uh, you tell know, me. Well, I, know, I lost my mom in 94, December 27th. So I've already been, I've pretty much fucked christmas since then so yeah you know unless you're singing away in a manger go fuck yourself mm. about john tenta in a santa outfit be would impressive you, would, you, would you hang it on a tree probably At that one in rockefeller might hold it yeah um <laughs> just got fucking, that it's a, Big fucking, big fucking dude, man. Um, yeah, and a little Christmas gift to our uh, ad-free show subscribers. They are watching us in a live audience setting today. So if anybody out there sees some comments popping up here, that is our live studio audience. 
like uh, like the old days. Like I love Lucy. Hey, hey Lucy. Yeah, I probably can't do that accent. Have you ever seen that that movie? The the one with um, who was it? Who played Lucy? She uh, the, was so good. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Yes. Great I'm, movie. I'm 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 hot and cold with Nicole Kidman, and I thought she was tremendous in that. It was great. It was really great. You know, if you play Six Degrees of Nicole Kidman, I think I've been in like three movies. Stepford Wives, I voiced. Um, I'm actually the opening voiceover in a movie she did called Birth. Um, where I play the voice of her dead husband. And uh, there might have been another one. I think that's my highest uh, frequency of of, uh, of of actor that I, Kevin Bacon. I, I was never a huge, um, but I, I remember there was a movie called Cold Mount, and she it she comes out of this cabin with like like not a stitch of makeup on, and she's it's like impeccably beautiful. Mm. I remember just sitting there, and it was you know, it was, and I this is back when you actually went to the theater and watched movies, and I remember sitting there looking at her at the big screen, going, "Wow, she's." Because she kind of had that stigma when she was with Cruz, like she's hot, but what the fuck's wrong with her? To to be with Tom, yeah. And I did a movie with Tom. I mean, Tom's a great. He was he he was a complete gentleman, great guy. Talked football. I mean, just nothing like I thought he would be. Regular dude kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone likes Tom. I I mean. You know, listen, he, the Scientology thing's a bit weird, and, and I've seen some interview footage of Tom talking. I think it was like a promo video for Scientology. To me, the Bill Burr uh, piece on Scientology is like, it's, it's about as good as it gets. Like, he just says, like, fuck, like, like, the, like L. Ron Hubbard walked around in tennis shoes. Like, what the fuck? It's like 50 years ago. Come on. <clears throat> But, yeah, and then the the boat thing, they're playing on the uh, boat. The my 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 son the used to, organization, the Sea my, Org. My son used to riff on that all the time. The Sea Org or just, just Scientology? Just, just the fucking the the, the 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 you know, the saluting and the the you know. Yeah. It's it was just too much for him. Had the paramilitary aspect get <laughs> added to people that are attributing uh problems in the world to aliens. Just had like that whole thing happened. The suit you ever see, uh, like the the highest ranking. Well, but see what happens is see because because most of religions completely fucking made up bullshit anyway. That it's just that we've we've been around since the consent. It's like if McDonald's was a religion, we've all been around since the conception of McDonald's, so we'd be able to pick it apart. See, nobody was was around three thousand years ago, so you got to well that the. The good book says, uh, "Fuck, fuck you." Hamburger was ten cents when I was a kid. If you if you prayed to Ronald McDonald, your prayers would probably be answered, you know, roughly with the same percentages as uh, as any other uh, six degrees of Kevin and Sean, um, uh, as any other deity. Right? It's sometimes gets uh, gets a little random. But uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's what you see there, folks. That's the uh, thing. Did did you find that that open, uh, Steve? I don't know if it's on if, if anybody's pirated that uh, up birth on uh, on YouTube or not. Wesley actually saw birth. Good for you. Um, 
What did I see the other day that was was pretty good? Uh, it was um, it was a Netflix movie. It was like a 2013. God, was it called the John Tenta story? No. Uh, was that? I know for a fact there wasn't an Asian in the in the film. Mm. Um, God, it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and um. The cat that's Wolverine. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And they, the, 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 the kids, the two girls get, uh, uh, the, the, the other guys, um, prisoners, the prisoner, it, prisoner, pr prisoner. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think that's what it is. I didn't. I didn't. They, they had a couple of, of a pretty good pot to a plot twist in that. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah, that's it. Prisoners. <clears throat> yeah. So that was I mean, a, it, it, a made for Netflix deal. No, no, it was. It, oh, wow. it, it came out in 2013. You know when you 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 go through and occasionally you actually watch a film where you go, oh, wow, it was actually worth it, that uh, polar movie. It's like, oh, that was actually pretty good. Does um, I are you able to hear "Baby It's Cold Outside" anymore? It's a great. I I do hear no. it on the radio, but then I heard that there was like this push. Yeah, when things got fucking crazy, and they were hashtagging all this shit. I heard they tried to like go after that. That song. was that was one of the that was one of the ones they said that he was it was you know a no go. They they, they stopped playing it. But but they're stupid because they don't uh, they don't understand that that it's uh that it's it's the it's the girl playing coy. He's not really forcing himself into the fucking apartment with his foot in the door. It's uh it's the dance. It's the mating dance, man. I can't take people anymore. You're 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 saying this to people that storm the Capitol after they're fucking mad, lost by nine billion fucking votes. No, it's the other side that 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 wants to ban anything that seems uh, toxically masculine. Oh, this is this is the uh, this is the left. This is the far. This is the extreme. This is the the equivalent of the, the January six yo-yos, but on the other fucking side. Baby, it's cold outside. What I wrote, cum sponge here. What, Kev? Why did I write cum sponge? I have baby, it's cold outside. Cum oh, sponge. Because did the sponge freeze? No, the, there's a, the, there's a stand-up guy. I don't know where I saw it. I had to see it on YouTube. Uh, or it might have been just on one of those Instagram when you, when you flip through and you watch the the the, the, the little uh, tapes. But um, uh, I mean, just white bread, white dude was talking about baby. It's cold outside, and how they were trying to cancel it. And he said that he said, "Now let me read the the, the lyrics to this song." And it was by some black rapper. It was a girl. And her opening, her opening line is like, "Let me be your cum sponge." That's like the but opening. That's on the rate. That's okay. That's okay. But baby, it's cold outside. Not Here's so much. Yeah, unbelievable. Who's this artist? Can someone find me the cum sponge girl? Because that maybe can be something pussy. It's maybe puss puss something or very good. Very. Good. That's the birth name. That's on the birth certificate, no doubt. Puss puss. Ah, oh, Kishmin took us. All right. Uh, William Strong, 
has some feedback for us. It looks like William Armstrong, I'm sorry, uh, from last week. He said, just want to say thanks, Kev, for getting me through the toughest times. It's the best update I get every day. Love from the northeast of England. You're an adopted ah. Geordie. Keep doing your thing. You're an adopted Geordie. Did you know that? I'll take it. Okay. As long as I'm not on that Netflix special. I do I if I go to England, I'm talking about going to England this spring because I've never been. Now, am I going to be able to eat? Because I. Oh yeah. The food. Food I, is complete. No, completely. I'm not having a roast and no, potatoes. Completely different. That that place has changed so much in the 30 years I've been going there. All right. Well, you have to give me a list of places then. I'll tell you one thing. If you if you're if you're going to be in London, go down to uh, off Piccadilly. Go down to the um, uh, the uh, theater district. There's a West End. There's an there's an Indian restaurant. Oh, that now is unbelievable. Oh, now we're talking. I you go down. It's one mean, of my yeah. favorite foods. It's un, it's uh, probably some of the best. Besides, actually, when I've been in India, uh, probably some of the best Indian food I've ever had in my life. But you can't enjoy it in India, right? Because like the 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 dead are rotting in the streets and like wafting oh, we, into the restaurant. We, when we went there with the with with the with the, with the federation, I mean, we we stayed, you know, five star hotels. It, it Did you was drink horrible. the water? Huh? No. I mean, Even I, in the I, hotel, they tell you no. No, I mean, I I, I washed my hair and, and like some water got in my mouth, and I was shitting blood in three days. Are you kidding? No, fuck no, man. Wow. That's 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 a. Well, you drink all bottled stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Timothy Farr, I love how positive this podcast community is. Seriously, most podcast communities have a lot of toxicity and cringe takes. This podcast has done the rare thing in bringing all the decent people on the internet to one place. That in itself is an effing miracle. Thank you, Timothy. Well, but you know what? Because like, I think that the. There was another layer against Trump this 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 week, or the last you know the last ten days, and you know with the the the, the four counts that looks like they're going to go for you know, they're they're going to throw to the uh, Department of Justice. Yeah, yeah, you know, four counts, and then you know his his tax returns and like all these things that I'm just saying to myself like. And I think I, I, we had this discussion the other the other day, but I was saying like, I sat and watched the O.J. Simpson trial, and they showed a picture of a size thirteen, the Bruno Magli shoes, Bruno Magli imprint in the blood of of the of the of the two deceased murdered people. And then they showed a picture of OJ wearing that same shoe back when nobody knew what that shoe was. I mean, like probably OJ was the only person that had a 13 Bruno Mogli in the country. And somehow he walked. And you're going to tell me that because I said, hey, man, let's, 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 as far as I'm concerned, whoever, like when he reached, supposedly reached over to grab the wheel, and said, "Fuck that! Let's let's take this up the road." And he, they went, "No, Mr. President, we're going back." Whoever did that, because I mean, at that point right there, it's just like that's the old when you're a kid. Like, 
when your mom goes, so if Jimmy would have jumped off the bridge, would you jumped off with him? You know, that old thing. It's like, no, motherfucker. It's like, he didn't, I don't know. I I don't see him, I, I, I don't see him getting any heat for this. Nothing. You know, I, I have to break the flow for a minute. I don't know. I I don't know if it was my headphones or what. If you listen back to your right after your impression, I fucking swear I heard an echoey laugh. And I don't have echo here. I heard I heard a laugh. Now, watch it. Watch. I'm very curious to watch this back. After the show, Steve, are you able to slide back in the recording? I want to see this point. He was 47 minutes or when he does that impression. I fucking I'm freaked out. I heard I heard him laugh. All right. Whatever. You think you you think you heard T? I'm not that guy, so I'm not gonna say that. Like I like my my world is is, you know, very much in what I see and touch, but uh no I, man, it was dude. a really weird thing that just happened right there. Nah, he's, and he's... I want you guys to listen. Maybe it's my headphones. No, I tell you, man. There's there's been so many incidents. The uh, the other night, your chair down- might have creaked or something. I was downstairs. I was watching TV, and you know, I, I I've been sleeping in his room, and he has um, probably the best audio visuals set up in the in, in the state of Florida, but it's so. Because he he's he's such a gamer and and and, and so uh, let's just say a, a little bit more advanced uh, electronically than his father. I wouldn't know how to even begin. The dog is. <laughs> wow. Oh, Go ahead. Go ahead. That's all right. I'm paying for everybody. So I'm walking up the stairs. I'm walking up the stairs. And I see like this spark, like this sparkle in the room. I'm like, what? And I walk and I walk in the room and I turn and I look, the TV's on. You didn't leave it on? I don't know how to, I've never had that TV on since he's passed. I don't know how to, I I had to turn the, the lights on and sit there and go through and try to figure out how to turn the TV off. It took me five minutes because everything's hooked to something that's hooked to Mm -hmm. something that's hooked to something, you know, and finally I got it to shut off. And I, and I just said, I just, I just, I just said, good rib, man. Good rib. And I just went to bed. But I mean, it was like, did you take note of what was on? I'm curious what what he switched it like. like it was Quake versus Hogan. No, no, it was what it would always be on. It was the um, because we watched podcasts all the time. So it was the like you know I, I, when you watch, when you turn on YouTube it has like what you were watching. Yeah. Then underneath it it had the that's, suggestions and stuff. That's, yeah. that, that that's what was on. Hmm. And I was just like, wow. But the thing is, it's so weird when it's like your, you know, it's like like I, I had an experience with my mom. I had experience with my with my father when when he passed, and it's like 
you um it's it's not spooky at all it's not freak it's like it's so comforting you know it's just like i remember uh it might have been the, the week after when we were on the air you told a story about a dream like the dream like the first dream you had and i thought you were gonna say i woke up and i was like fuck i got depressed but you said you woke up and you were like thank you like you were oh you yeah. were thankful that you got like a very vivid dream of him yeah, now, and, and now it's 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 off it, you know. Mm -hmm. Did I tell the story last week where I had the dream where he was, he had got he, he we had bought him a new car, and he came home and it, he had, it, it was like was smoking, car smoking. It's like it's he had driven it through the tires, through the rims, down to where you actually have where the lug nuts are. Like, like, and I said to him, and he just like matter of fact, he said, he said, well, he said that it was it was riding smooth when I was in it, and he walked by me, and like I woke up in my dream, and I just thought, yeah, I guess because we, you know, he he had a jeep, and we just we took it in, you know, and had it, um, you know, bumper to bumper, that they went through it to make sure, you know, because he wouldn't let he he, he wouldn't let you touch it. So, so we had that, you know, fixed up. Some feedback from the ni uh, nihilistic hatred with the revelation of Oliver's background. Thousands of Vikings and fishermen groaned loudly. The developed wild country and sailed, they developed the wild country, sailed the seas on wood, and Sean gets scared at the sight of a gun. I, this was my, was my 23 me revelation that, you know, maybe my people were on ships and, and did some not so nice things over here. Listen, first of all, you're happy on the land you stand on, right? Because you can leave. Uh, secondly, I held a gun on Saturday, Saturday night. I actually held a uh, World War II service rifle, a 30 6 and I learned that the .06 was the year of manufacturing 06 is the aught six the 30 is the caliber like i know what the hell i'm talking about but i did ask and, and he told me and i held it i guess so it was the m1 grenade right what the fuck it was what they used in world war ii and my grandfather was in world war ii so the gentleman would knew him said i hear you you know your grandfather was in it was an uncle and i said okay here it is there it is look at the bullets fantastic here take it back that was all I didn't. Uh, I didn't cock the thing. Either. The only time I don't like a gun is when it's pointed at me. Generally, a good rule. Yeah. Oh, Ralphie Bronx, Sean Oliver, you're not the first, but you're the best. Depends what you're talking about, Thomas Johnson. I hope that wasn't from a from a a fucking a bus stop bathroom. <laughs> Thank you, George Michael. <laughs> All right, thanks to today's sponsor, Fansly. Fansly has the adult content that you crave by creators you already know and plenty you don't even know about yet. What's your taste? Vanilla? You want something a little non-vanilla? Weird combination? Hey, it's cool with them. Fansly has a whole algorithm dedicated to finding new content and creators that you would be into. Fansly allows you to discover and support a huge number of creators. 
You never know who's going to be on there. Think about that. That uh, that busty college professor you wish you had some x-ray glasses to wear in class? Fansly might just be those x-ray glasses for you, buddy. See what's going on under that sweater. Feet picks, water sports, whatever you're into, Fansly is too. They have a broad array of things from vanilla to kinky. Hundreds of thousands of creators, literally. You don't know what you're into? Don't worry. Fansly's going to figure it out with their discoverability algorithm. Think TikTok, but like much more awesome. Looking for something safe for work? Listen, they've got that too. They've got content for every time of day. Maybe you want to get started as a content creator yourself. Start a small business. Fansly's going to make it easy for you to do that from the comfort of your bedroom, shower, kitchen table, in the back seat, wherever you bring that camera. Um, they're going to help you grow this business, okay? They're dedicated to supporting your journey. They're going to help you make money. They're going to help you grow the community. Takedowns of leaked content. They're going to be with you every step of the way and show you how to grab that bag, baby. They are dedicated to providing a safe and reliable platform for content creators, just like you might be. Hey, but you just want to lurk? That's what it's all about, baby. Go to fansly.com slash promo slash Nash for a free extended trial subscription to one of their favorite content creators. Okay, just use code Nash at checkout. All the content on fansly.com. Who knows what you're going to find? Yeah, you might even find your neighbor. Feet pics from your neighbor, Jenna. How about that, huh? Again, that is fansly.com slash promo slash Nash. Promo code is Nash. Thank you, Fansly. Thomas Johnson, great show today, guys. I've been listening since day one. Can't wait for the live show. Fuck Rogan. Click this holds the title. Well, I don't about you. that. Uh, loose. When, when, I, when I get that same every two week check he does, I'll I'll tip my hat. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't want to do. I, I, I've asked this before. Is the is the guests? Is that the magic of the Rogan show? Just he he does have good guests. Like I've watched, like a cross section, a good cross section of guests. Yeah, they're too long for me. Yeah, but yeah. depends who it is. Like I could listen to David Lee Roth talk for three hours. I think he did on that show. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm a, I'm about a two hour person. Yeah, I, I want to bail at two hours. Yeah, that's why we keep it under two, right? I don't know. There's some we, tr- we try. Some, some weeks we've just rolled on two yeah. and a half hours or whatever. Oh, uh, loose can. Just don't get me on John Tenna. Hakeem, what's coming? Hakeem served the magic of 4-0 defeat in 1995 NBA Finals. Shaq did own Ewing and Robinson, but not the dream. Were you an Elijah one fan? Thought he was a good player. Didn't didn't uh, didn't Elijah one beat a young Shaq with with Hardaway? Well, let's see, 95. Shaq would have come in 93 draft. Yeah, so I mean this is this is his first con yeah, this is my uh, man. Yeah, I think it was like ninety-three he would have been in. There was a thing there was a thing the other day on Instagram, the guy said, Who wins on on three on three? And it was um Shaq. LeBron and Colby, and then it was Hakeem, Olajuwon, um, 
I want to think Jordan. I God, I can't think of the other person. And it's three. So it's three on three. So that means, and I said, I said because it was a known fact that nobody could stop Shaquille. Period. Like nobody could stop him. And by the time, like when he was with the Lakers and he was like 340, um, this guy saying any team with Jordan on it. Let me tell you how three on three works. Okay. This is how three on three works. If, if the Laker team gets the ball first and they go to, Sha to Shaquille 11 straight times, it doesn't give a fuck. Jordan's never going to see the ball. They're just going to say out front. Out front, out front, out front. It's just like you you can't you can't the, the hack a shack was the only way you could stop Shaquille. That was it. And this this isn't gonna stop. And then the only thing that uh gave Akeem any kind of a uh advantage was the fact that he was so much smaller and it was it was faster in the transition game. So he pushed uh Shaquille up and down the court. Play three on three, you're playing half court. So it's like it's all in the post at that point. Absolutely. And yeah. and, and there's nobody. I don't care if it was I mean Russell, I don't care who Nate Thurman. You you name them. No, nobody is going to stop Shaq. Do you, while we're on athletes, did you see Franco Harris died today? Yeah. Youngish, right? Seventy. Well, the thing that's really strange is like they, you know, the whole they 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 were, you know, they were doing the whole. Well, I mean, they did it. They did the whole, you know, the whole thing on over Christmas, you know, about the immaculate, uh, immaculate reception. Reception. I, I, and I, I hate when people always say like, "Oh, I watched that live." I watched that live. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. I watched that play live and had no idea why he was running with the ball. Because when you watched it live, man, it, it didn't show that. It looks it was, like it hit the ground, right? It, yeah. No, it just he's just he's just running down the sidelines with it. And you're like, what is he doing? And then they show that I, probably it, it, it wasn't like today was you know, there's 375 cameras. There's more cameras in an NFL game than there is in a Chinese uh, intersection, mm -hmm. which would be in Asia. In Asian intersection. Asian, Asian intersection. Was that, was that against the Cowboys, the Immaculate Reception? No, it was uh, the fucking uh, Oakland. Oh, it was Raiders, right. Okay. It was, I think it was Jack Tatum that, that, that hit the hit him that, that put the ball in play. Mm. Speaking of great teams, how about those Lions? Lions have been good uh, to me on DraftKings this year. Um, Lions have been good to me on a on a on a, on a dismal, on a, on a very dismal year in my life. The Lions have been like, this is like I remember when my dad died in '68, 
And, you know, I, I think about that year. He died in April of 68. And I think about the Tigers beating St. Louis. And that's like, I'm like, yeah, 68 when like, like when I hear, like when I think of 68, like my, my dad, my dad passing. And then at the same time, it's like, yeah, man, but freehand stop Lou Brock at home plate. Like, you know, and then that was the year that, uh, McLean won 31 games. Uh, he beat uh, Dean's record and, uh, Lolich ended up winning three games in the series. McLean never won a game in that series. How do you Lulich, follow a sport that has 180 games? Who can, who can watch football 16 games and done? No, it's done. I think they played 18. Now, now it's eight. They're, they're stretching it out, but there's 18 weeks, but, but, um, yeah, 17 only playing games. 17. 108. Who can follow this? Each game has this much significance to the entire season. When you're playing 17 games, two or three games streak could mean your season. Two or three games in 180, each game doesn't mean anything. And it's like watching paint dry. But, but I think baseball is so different because when I was a kid, you know, like your your uncle or your grandfather or somebody taught. Like I remember, like going to to ball games with my dad. And you paid ten cents and you got the little the the, the scorecard. And my dad would you know would keep the scorecard with a pencil, and he would teach you how to do that. And that was, I remember my 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 grandfather sitting and. Um, he was my step grandfather, but he was my grand. He was my only grandfather I ever had, and um, he would uh, just sit and smoke unfiltered Pall Malls, one after another, and listen to a transistor radio, and listen to the Tigers every day at the kitchen table, and drink Alt- Altus beer, and just that um, that unfiltered gimmick is. I was at a party one time in college, and I, I I smoked cigarettes at the time, and I smoked Camel Lights, right? Well, they're they're filtered now, so someone's doing a run, someone's doing a cigarette run. So yeah, yeah, Camel Lights. They come back, they they don't have Camel Lights, they Camels. I said, all right, fine. I, he hands me the little the little unfiltered oh, yeah. box. So I'm like, yeah, fuck it. I mean, how different could it be? Holy shit. The the uh, the. The visceral effect uh, on on the uh, esophagus, the the brain of uh, oh the nic- full that, drag that nicotine that nicotine uh, jolt that you I remember a, a buddy of mine his his mom smoked cools mm-hmm. and we were in like seventh sixth or seventh grade and no hell we were in fifth grade and he 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 took one of her cigarettes. And we got a couple blocks from the house, and we we we, we took a uh, you know wooden kitchen match, and just you know popped it, and we took it. Remember taking a drag, man. I mean, and that was menthol too, wasn't it? Yeah, cools? yeah, yeah. Cools from menthol. Mm. God, the only the only thing less I, pleasant I, than smoking that unfiltered camel is was watching a baseball game whenever I had. I remember when I was a kid, people would open up the bottom of the menthol pack. They wouldn't open it up from the top. They'd open it up from the bottom and keep the menthol in. 
Oh, was that a thing? Yeah, in Detroit. Yeah, they used to call them squares back then, back uh, in the day. Square, like the pizza. Yeah, squares. <laughs> but, Buddy's Pizza. Hey, that that's an on. I swear to God, since I brought this up, it's like little it's all Caesars, over TV. It's unbelievable. Little Caesar said they, they had a, a thing on Instagram today. There was like a thousand square pizzas. There's one spot in the middle of this open. It says, uh, "What's what's wrong with this?" This is. Uh, somebody tried to pass a square pizza that wasn't a Detroit pizza. I'm like, you motherfuckers, man. There's not, there was no, like, I'm not going to, you know, I'll take a lie detector that, that there were, I'd never had a square pizza in my life in Detroit. But I don't think this is a coincidence. I mean, a lot of people listen to this show. And uh, I don't think the resurgence of uh, the, uh, the abundance of ads for the square Little Caesars Detroit style pizza is any coincidence. I can't especially, remember having seen especially it. Especially since this. my sister in law works for Little Caesars. She's like a, a high up. So, where's that shirt, Steve? Bring me up. Uh, bring me up some one of that shirt. The, in the new merch line, it's flying off the shelves. It's the Kevin Nash Detroit style uh, pizza shirt. Those of you uh, can look right below here. It should be below. I don't know. It still is. Uh, to get on that, click this merch deal uh, and. Um, the the latest skew, of course, is the uh, is the pizza shirt because it's getting so much action. There you go. Never square, not on six mile. Kevin Nash's Detroit style pizza. You can get it in in a black or white. And you know what? I really like. I like them both, but I, I the white one reminds me of of, of Little Caesars because of the box. Right? It's like the pizza box. Yeah, yeah. So that was just. But I, I'll, of course, I'll, I'll, I'll buy them. I'll wear the black one because I always wear black T-shirts. You put your hand in your pocket, too. Look at that. Got to put your hands in your pocket. Uh, Tyler Man Guy. I don't know if this has been pointed out to you guys yet, but I've never seen more Little Caesars Detroit-style pizza ads in any one place than before your podcasts. <laughs> I forgot I put that in this week. I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess I'm resting my case. <laughs> Can you believe it? It's finally here. It's the most wonderful time of the year, unless you get stressed out about how to pay for it. Savewithconrad.com can help you make this the best Christmas ever. You won't make a house payment for the next two months. That's right. Skip your next two house payments and use all that cash for your extra holiday expenses. And come next year, you're going to have a lower monthly payment. Don't put Christmas on a credit card. Pay your credit card debt off at savewithconrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Savewithconrad.com. Exactly. Now, next week's a very special week for everybody here. It, it, it is the, um, it will be, uh, it will be the new year. It will be the second day of the new year, 2023. So next week will be the year end awards. Instead of the four star, we're going to call them the four dildo year end awards. Um, the, uh, you'll have to tune in to hear the winners, the nominees, but the categories. We will... can't just say categories. Can't, you can't now. The, the four dildos in honor of Buffalo. Oh. Um, category number one, the Gaylord Perry Woman of the Year. Okay, we, anyone who doesn't remember, this is for the diehards on the show. The Gaylord Perry was the reference to uh, not-so-discreetly-placed Vaseline um, when you're uh, going high speed in the uh, in the bathroom there. So the woman who most maybe uh, drew, drew out the most action uh, from one. Uh, would get the Gaylord Perry Woman of the Year. 
Next category is best Scott Hall term. We floated a bunch of them on air, and they're all classic. Um, oh, I learned a new one this week. I should have goddamn wrote it down. Waltman said it, and I laughed. He goes, "That's a that's a Scott term right there." Did he say beefing? No, it wasn't beefing. Oh, shit. I'm, you know what? Let me text him right now while we're talking. I'll see if I can get it by the end of the show. Um, uh, the Click This Fan of the Year could be one of the people in our in our jam-packed studio audience here today watching the show. Um, uh, fan of the Year. Best boo-boo face. I'm still trying to understand that. Best boo-boo face. So it's, I guess, it's something that makes you go, hmm, like that? That's the boo-boo face? I think it came from Yo- like Yogi and boo-boo. And by and, and by Yogi. Remember, he always, you know, what do you got, the boo-boo face going? That's where it came I know that that's, that's where it came from. And you said it was a Scott, too, also, right? Yeah, the, it was a, it's boo-boo. a Scott. It's a Scott. Um. Did, <laughs> Is that the is that the boo boo face? Uh, no, that's t- that's I'm tired and old and old, and I'm eating a chocolate muffin. Uh, Harley Race Wrestler of the Year. You know, for somebody that that has has claimed that they were, uh, what is the term that they those they used when you don't do drugs? Straight, straight edged. Yeah, straight edge. For somebody, if that, if that's, if that's the, if that's the, uh, yeah, if that, if that's the look you get if you go straight edge. God, imagine if he did a gagger. I think he's, he's an intense cat. He couldn't. He, imagine him on the chemicals. You can't. You can't do it. Got to stay straight edge. Uh, Harley Race Wrestler of the Year. This will go to. I wouldn't rub my eyes with sandpaper. That's for sure. That we that we deem uh, uh, worthy of the Harley Race Wrestler. Looking for maybe a smoker, perhaps. Looks like he maybe rubbed his eyes with John Tenta's balls somewhere on the south side of Asia. Mm, they'd be tearing. Mm. This just the sweat, the funk. Um, stiff one of the year. We'll go through our stiff ones and see which wins the, uh, the stiff one of the year. Best impersonation by, uh, Kevin or myself. The Uniondale, New York bunkhouse match of the year. Okay. This will be a match with some interesting twist to it. Like the Uniondale, Long Island bunkhouse stampede, which started an hour and a half earlier than anybody knew. Most ignorant tweet. Uh, the... The pick-a-hand moment of the year. Now, if anyone doesn't remember, that was uh, Rob Van Dam, who famously told uh, Taz, I believe, to pick a hand before he smacked him with it. Uh, the B. Arthur woman of the year. This could be anybody. Mm. It doesn't have to be entertainment or wrestling, just someone we identify as worthy of the click. Now, it's got to be the identity of this show. You know, it's got to be it's got to be a woman who can hang. With the click this contingent. Um, and then the finally the uh, Florida man Jersey guy. Steve of the year. Steve just typed up Amber Heard over on the side over here. Don't think that's not getting my vote. <clears throat> and then Dom said Sarah Silverman. So I mean there's oh, that's true too. She got a lot of play here. She got Sarah always gets play. 
She got a lot of play. Hey, I'm subscribed. So, something you wouldn't need if Sarah swung up into that condo right now would be Blue Chew. Um, but you oh, may. Oh, 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 it's 63. You may want to have it. I'm gonna put. A, I'm gonna make sure I got a little pine tar on the on the bat. <laughs> it's a little insurance, is all it is. <clears throat> Dude, the Brett. What was his name? The Royals. The uh, when he charged the mound in the Yankee game. George Brett. George Brett. Exactly. Get a little George Brett on your bat, guys. It's all about confidence, and that's what Kev's talking about. Might be able to close the deal with Sarah, but why take the chance? You want to hit it and quit it, and you're going to have some blue chew on your side, okay? I was at a convention this uh, past weekend in Philly, and uh, one of the agents for for one of the talent uh, came up to me and went into his wallet. I thought he was going to give me money, but he, he pulled out a blue chew. He's like, I got mine, so... It's happening, guys. It's the Blue Chew Revolution. Nary, nary a limp cock near our show. Um, The Blue Chew Revolution is here. It's a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. Pop them any day, any time, day or night. Plan ahead and just be ready for whenever the opportunity arises. It's really simple. Just sign up at bluechew.com. Okay, go through the list. They'll talk about uh, you know uh, the uh, ingredients in Viagra, the ingredients in Cialis, and uh, which one is right for you. Do you need short-term? Do you need something that's going to last 24, 48 hours? One of their licensed medical providers is going to approve you, um, and when they do, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in the pharmacy. Okay, get it done. Nothing sexier than confidence, and uh, you will have it. Um, have better sex, guys. You know, chew it and do it. And we've got our special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code NASH at checkout. Pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code NASH. To receive your first month free, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the stiff one of the week, as always. For this so how, one, so uh, so how was it? Yeah, what's that? How was it? The convention? No, the guy maybe fucking showed you by. Oh you yeah, no, I, I. I thought maybe I thought maybe he, he hit you. No, he's swinging the shanker around, and I I took off. But um, this uh, this is Paul London. Uh, getting a little stiff with uh with Triple H. And uh, let's see. Another reason I'm pretty sure I'll know I will not be returning there anytime soon. If again, um, Hunter was always pretty glaringly, obviously jealous of certain individuals. I'm not saying he was jealous of me, but I could tell he was envious of Van Dam. He was extremely envious of Van Dam's success. He was envious of Van Dam's personality. He was envious of the way that everyone gravitated towards Rob because they liked being around Rob. He was very positive. And, and you know, the most glaring glaring is that, you know, the work rate. Hunter has, Hunter's had the same matches his whole career, you know. Um, and the way I've seen it, if, if a guy is so damn tough, why does he need a sledgehammer all the time? Did you notice, you know, uh, did you know uh, Hunter to be... Uh, 
Hunter to be jealous of, of RVD? It's the first I'm hearing of that. Yeah. Though I'll, I'll never forget, man, when, when, when that clip when RVD said, man, I just, he'd come in and fuck up my, fuck up my vibe, man. His, his zen, he was talking yeah. about uh, <laughs> JBL. Yeah. And dude, come in all loud and shit and fuck up my zen, man. Yeah. I, I, you know, Paul's Paul's always had had stroke, you know. I don't know. There's too many people that are calling the shots, you know. That are that are saying, "Wow, I wish I was below me on the card." He was envious that Rob was able to achieve a Zen so easily. So, like, fucking, I've, I've never seen Paul sweat nothing. Okay. I, I I love them both to death, but I mean, it's just, I don't know. How about Paul London? You know, Paul London? Yeah. Okay. Talented. Mm-hmm. 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 Could he have rode with the click, maybe? Maybe he would. I, I, I don't know him that well, but. All right. Well, I can't. He hung out a couple of indie shows and shit. I've always gotten along with him. He ain't afraid. I mean, he, he'll, 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 ain't nobody you got to carry home. That's for sure. Right. Okay. He can hang. Uh, okay. It's time for Florida man or Jersey guy. I can never, I never talk work right about anybody. So it's like, yeah, fuck. That ain't my, it ain't my bag. It ain't my bag. Waltman, by the way, um, he he didn't. Uh, he said he needs a little more to remember which one. He said there was one for almost every occasion. A Scott term he means. He said, "Quote: uh, What are you going to do? Pay us less or make us work harder?" That was what if he'd always say that. Who do I make the check out to? Vince <laughs> McMahon or Titan Sports? <laughs> I guess that was another one. Another one. Another one of his was. I was looking for looking for a job when I got this one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't remember. I'll I'll find it. It's in the it's in the tapes. Um, okay, here we are, Florida man, Jersey guy. Uh, two headlines, one from Kev's fair state of Florida, uh, one from up here in Jersey. And uh, Kev's got a pretty good record. I think we got him last week, though. Um, and we'll see what happens here. A lot of fans play along, and they, uh, Steve, let, let me know the voting in the uh, in the live audience. Over there when we do this. Um, first one. Bank robber attempts two robberies while wearing a T-shirt advertising a pizzeria in his hometown. And man accused of hitting wife with Christmas tree after being asked to help with dinner. I figured I'd read one for the holidays. Wasn't that like recent? It was actually, yes this season bank That's, robbery att- bank robber attempts two robberies while wearing a t-shirt from I, a I pizzeria. think the bank robbers jersey i'm almost i think i read this the florida guy hit the uh hit his wife with the let's see what the fan the fans the uh, first two fans are agreeing with you Right. Well, that yeah, you see pizzeria, right? You you think jersey. Like there's the clue, I guess, right? Because you're absolutely correct. 
You are correct. So uh, we head to um, plus. I mean, and look at this guy. Look at this badass that they pulled out of the bank. Well, he was trying to. It was actually a New York City bank, but he was a Jersey guy. And uh, look at him, huh? Striking fear in the hearts of all of all near him when and he I've, walked I, in and demanded I, money. I, I haven't seen him since he sat on the toilet and blew the back of his head up in full metal jacket. Oh, I was just going to say full metal jacket. <laughs> um, this is Richard Callison of Oradell, New Jersey, who was arrested on uh, 14th Street in, uh, in Manhattan in the village um, after trying to rob his second bank. And uh, look at but, the look at the female police officers look on her face like house fucking yeah, st- exactly. I've fucking, arrested a lot of dipshits in my life, but motherfucker, you're a tool. You're yeah, a fucking tool. Officer Rodriguez just cannot believe her eyes. And the other guys over there saying, "Man, if there weren't so many cameras <laughs> around here, I'd take him out at the knees." <laughs> and then uh, in Florida, pick me last in gym class, you motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, someone married that, first of all. Uh, this was December 13th this year in Lake County, Florida. That's that's Richard At- Atkinson. At- Atkinson. He was arrested on multiple charges, including domestic battery. She asked for some help from dinner, and he uh, pounded her with the Christmas tree. That's really the long and short. Let's, let's just look at, just look at the amount of tar and nicotine in that mustache. That's a whole lot of cool right Whew. there with the K. I guess the Unabomber fucking on. That, that, that gimmick was already taken. And the Ted Kaczynski Award for Lifetime <laughs> Achievement goes to Richard Atchison. Shut up, bitch. I hit you with this tree. I hope it was an aluminum tree. I hope it was like a Douglas fir or something. But of all things, like, like let me run over there and grab the tree right now. It's just. Maybe he's like me, though. Stuff. Maybe he's like, if I hit her with the tree, she won't ask me to put the bitch up. Break the thing in the process. Yeah, break it over her head. I don't know. I got I got to watch Raw a little bit could, this week. Could, this, could that motherfucker's eyes be any closer? It's a, wow. it's a very interesting look. See, I would have opened Raw with his segment. Instead, instead of opening with Paul Heyman, open with that dude? Yeah, with, exactly. With, with a belt on each shoulder? You'd, a- you'd definitely catch my... You, I'd, have, I'd have been glued in on that. What? Exactly. Isn't that what they used to do, man? Wasn't the opening of fucking Raw so... And now I'm going back to Nitro Raw days. Yeah, and see, it's a completely different animal. Yeah. When you're when you're booking a, a, against a competitor, it, it's completely different than booking against absolutely... Well, I mean, Raw... It, Raw has to go against Monday Night Football. So, so when I when when I watch like when I watch Raw, I watch all of Raw this week. It was it was more wrestling than I I think I've ever seen on a three hour show that they've done, and maybe I, I it just appeared that way, maybe because the Usos were in thirteen. <laughs> Segments. segments yeah but um they run on the field on monday night football if you switch channels i don't know where they you that yeah they they, they ran, they, they, ran in... back, they ran back a punt for a touchdown exactly no it was just there was so much and I, and I think that you almost have to book it as 
if you put a bunch of uh, a talking and shit like that, man, like somebody's going to flip and see what the score is. And, but I wouldn't, I don't know. I, I would never have turned off an NWO segment when you guys were talking in the ring. I knew nobody was getting hit for 10 minutes when you guys went to the ring, but I didn't change the channel. But it was, it was, NWO was pop culture. It can't be re- recreated today? I don't think so. It's just kind of like the Mike Douglas show. You couldn't you couldn't do the Mike Douglas show today. Lawrence Welk, perhaps? I, I mean. Some bubbles? You might be able to pull off Paul, Paul Snyder. I don't know. Tom, Tom Snyder. Yeah. Tom Snyder, yeah. Pa- Tom Snyder. Pa- Carson, they'd always, they'd always come back and Carson were doing a. Yeah. Get back to Snyder, you'd be like this. Yeah. It's one thirty. Fuck you. Yeah, that shit was wild when they would smoke on camera. But but to get back to Raw, the, um, so so is there no reason to start hot to hook me from from the beginning and and make me in to make me invested in a significant storyline that you're going to advance. All right, so this week, they opened with Paul Heyman, with with Roman Reigns. Very small Roman Reigns promo. And then I think we were right into the uh, the tag team, right? Uh, right. Street, uh, what the hell? Um, street Profits and that. Street Profits, right. And, and, and the Asian kid. And, and yes. And um, so... Who got beat? There's an emptiness to that open. Shouldn't you front load the show still? Why? I understand. There's no competitor. There's no nitro. I think. You. I think what happens though is it's the. It's almost like they 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 filled that to bring out. Like, like you know, to bring out AJ and, and his crew. To bring the oost, like they just. It's almost like they they almost have matches instead of where they would used to talk to to bridge. They actually have action, and they bridge they bridge the action with another piece. And then out of nowhere, AJ comes flying in after they did the run in, and it gets to like to me at the at the ten o'clock hour. I think it was around ten o'clock. I'm not sure. It may have been before that. But they had the ladder match, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I, I know that I don't particularly want to follow a ladder match. But then you, okay. you're you putting a tag match at the end, but you had, like, it just, I don't know. You don't have to put the ladder match at 9 o'clock. But, I mean, it could still close the show. But can't you open hot with something related to the ladder match, not just a casual reference to it. And I'm not saying this is that this happened this week. I'm just saying I watched this week and that's what I was thinking about. It hasn't happened for a while, but I still think that that front loading the content. It happens in listen books, movies. You got to hook somebody in those first few minutes and, and the product isn't doing that anymore. And I'm just wondering why is it only because there's no competitor? Did they not want the casual fan? They think, oh, it's the same people every week, so they'll just they'll hang for three hours. 
So, okay, so, so maybe, what, what would you have started? Now, I with? know I heard a jazz ensemble in your room just now. Yeah. I, I, T's laugh is in question, but I know that Buddy Rich, the ghost of Buddy Rich, is there hitting the cymbals. Well, we did mention Carson, so he was a regular. On, on he Carson, was. So. Buddy Rich was so fucking badass. Um, Remember when he used to play, he'd go, with, he's always with, do it with his mouth. With he was ferocious. Yeah. Not a handsome man. Yeah, but that's uh, you know, that's not the yardstick they used back then. No, different was, yardstick. He was throwing. He was. He could bang those sticks. <clears throat> I was wondering if he could bang all three. I think I have a good stiff one of the week for uh, for Buddy Rich. The the uh, I'll find it. He's yelling at his band. I'll see if I can get that. Um, see, there's, there's a, here's, here we go. This is a, you read this on the yeah, board? I'm looking at it now. For shows three hours, they need to be building to the main event match from the start of the show and play it throughout the night. That's kind of where I'm going, you know. Like carry me to that. Well, t- tell me how how the hell you didn't build it, the, the 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 main event match any more than having the, the Usos in every segment before the main event in a compelling way. <laughs> That's right. I'm just, <clears throat> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Those opens with with uh, Austin's the the glass c- crash, and you know he you know he's going to be on the last segment. He's not getting in the ring back then until ten. Now I'm saying nine o'clock started. I'm going with the but old Raw nine to eleven. The glass would, would crash at nine oh one, and he'd would, be in the. You would rarely. You would rarely see. That's the difference, though. If they were going, if they were going against nothing, then they would not. There was there was no way. I and I'm talking from Steve's perspective. There's no way that he would let them waste his pop for no reason. If he's going to go out at the end of the night and, and wrestle, if he's going, the only reason he's doing. Is the same, they use Sable the same way? Or they do, all right, but they do the thing where the car pulls, he walks in, they're following him into the building, that kind of thing. It's something. Build me, build me up to the end of the night. It's the pop shot. It's right. It's like fucking. It's it's exactly the, the same. The Usos were beating somebody up in the back before that match. Mm-hmm. Right. The, I guess I'm just not as excited about the Usos, I guess. Well, not that, not that they're not talented. I'm just saying that got, I'm talking about the they, the Austin they're, thing. They're the they're the unified uh, tag champs. No, they are. Sami Zayn looks like a young Fidel Castro. <laughs> Ginger Castro. Yeah, I guess I would just do it differently. Is what I'm saying. I would find the mean. There's a medium. All right, you don't have to do it. The pressure isn't on like it was in WC, uh, the uh, you know the Monday Night Wars days, but um. See, WCW, when you were in WCW, the 8 o'clock hour was, was whatever because they weren't up against Raw yet, right? So they could, they'd have the luchadors come out. Yeah, and- but that's what, so we, gave, we, we did what they basically did on, on Raw. We gave action. And then the, as, there, were, there were times when Bischoff was at the uh, announce table before, and he would be talking about the NWO throughout the matches because mm. the matches didn't the, the matches 
from the cruiserweights were so good they didn't they could speak for themselves. You didn't have to you didn't have to call play by play. You know? But so when it, Raw came on and you guys came to the ring from nine to eleven, it was a well oiled machine. I mean, you guys knew. I, I know a lot of changes at six thirty p.m. when something didn't work for someone, brother, or whatever. But, but you guys know knew. Come nine o'clock, you had to be hot for for two hours. I'm talking about the the mostly the live stuff. I know when Raw was doing the taping, and they would start to give away stuff beforehand, or the sheets would get their hands on something, uh, what was coming. Um, but when they were both live, it was so, it was so exciting. I don't know anyone that didn't flip back and forth. And you just left the TV on whatever was more compelling. And uh, I don't know why you can't write and book with that urgency. Is it the talent? Do, do we not have the roster that we had in 97? No. Is that why? No, I, 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 I say it all the time. It's just like people say, you know, well, who, who, who are, you know, who, who'd you like to work against? I'm like, I don't know. I worked against 20 Hall of Famers, you know, in that era. Yeah, that, I mean, that roster you're talking about. Yeah. 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 There, was, there was 20 Hall of Famers in that, in, on that roster. So it's like, you know, you, I mean, you tell me. I just like that formula. I want to go back in time. I want to care about it again. Well, that's like you saying baseball's too long and oh. when i was when i was a kid i couldn't i couldn't watch enough baseball now it's you know i i can't watch baseball i can't watch baseball until it's the playoffs mm -hmm. yeah the, the another thing too that um that's tough to accept is when you're when you're writing television and you know you want all right you need a confrontation, okay, before the main event. You want something to happen. How much attention is paid to the camera? Why is the camera there? How do we explain? There are times when it was never even addressed. And I would sit there and go, foolishly, looking for the logic and go, so who's filming this if you're supposed to be alone, whispering that secret? how you're going to plan to take someone out at the knee when they walk by you backstage. There's a camera there. I always hated when they ignored the camera. Even worse than that, this was, would be one of my favorites, is earlier, earlier in the night, somebody would get fucked, and there, you know, there'd be a ref bump, and you know the guy would come down and make the count, one, two, three. And then later on in the night, there'd be the, a, a situation that was the same. They'd raise the guy's hand and a referee would come from the back and say that he watched the monitor and they'd reverse the decision. Like it's, it's either. It's to a me, modern it, day dusty. Well, to me, it's, it's, it's either. Uh, you're with a, you're, you're doing a soap opera and you're with some guy's wife. Now the next, then you go to the coffee shop. And a guy comes up to you and punches in the face. You go, what's that for? He goes, huh, I was at the monitor when you were with my wife. Oh, I didn't know. I, I mean, that's what you, so you have to either 
either you, like I said, you can't change. The reason Monopoly works is because every time you pass go, you get 200 bucks. It's not 400 one time, 600. Like, you know, it's just, there's, there's rules. And, and, and that's the thing with wrestling is a lot of times those rules aren't concrete. Because a lot of times they paint you into a corner. So it's just like, well, yeah, but maybe this week we'll go ahead and stretch the rules a little bit because, you know, when it comes down to it, it is pro wrestling. So why would you get blinded then somebody take your arm, push you against the ropes? Why would you possibly let him throw you off? And then when you hit the other ropes, not grab those ropes when you still can't see and get clotheslined? This is again. This is a lot. We talked about this with with chops and you know, so it, 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 assistance it, it, on it, the top it, rope. It, yeah, it's at some point, either you know, then if you if you use common sense and you don't, like if you stop somebody, then throw them back into the turnbuckle and follow with a clothesline, you're lazy. That's lazy. Makes sense. But you're lazy. You do five things because because in a, everybody knows that it's been in a fight that when it's all said and done, your even arsenal though, is huge in the even, bar fight. Even right? though, when, yeah, even though you get your ass kicked, people will will definitely come up and go. I like that part when you guys were tumbling. That that seemed to, that seemed to look aggressive. When in TNA. At a certain point, and you were there in creative capacity. I had, I mean, I just, I would, I would run my mouth. But when they would do the thing where the camera would be peeking through a door, see, now you're, now you're letting me know that I truly am seeing something that I'm not supposed to see. I say truly because we're going to suspend disbelief and say, okay, the camera's catching something. Right. That cracked door. I loved when I saw that because I said, okay, someone's paying attention now to the, to the logic in the storyline. Easier to suspend that disbelief. You know, you're watching a movie. Nobody trips on the dolly. He turns around. Sorry, Hank. You know, but and, how, and many, then, how many times have you, have you watched a movie, especially when we were, when we were younger and it was, it was edited but it was edited for the theater and then they showed on TV and the guy would turn and there would be the, the, the boom mic would be in the boom. shot and you'd go, well, I'm watching a movie. So, I mean, it, it's, well, it's that's kinda, an accident, but I'm just saying it's, it's not, Scott Hall used to, used to have one of the, one of the, he used to say, when you go and you pay whatever you pay to go see Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Terminator, you, you buy the tickets, you sit down, it says Arnold Schwarzenegger, you read his name, starts off, there's some lightning, all of a sudden there's a nude dude, he stands up, walks into a bar, takes the guy's clothes, now, you know that that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, he's what used to be a, a bodybuilder. And, but for some reason, 
for the next two hours, you have no problem believing he's a cybergenetic uh, being because it's done well. This is where we diverge from wrestling because we're supposed to be backstage at a sporting contest, right? So why is everybody dressed in their gear? <laughs> as they're, as they're walking back. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, so obviously, obviously, you know, you have a match. Yes. I, I know. I'm sure it's all not going to be, you know, walking around in spandex and, and boots for since 11 o'clock that more that morning for no reason. A cyborg and an Asian walk into a bar. Um, no, John, but John Tenta is the bartender. John Tenta, an Asian and a cyborg, walk into a bar. Finish that, guys, for next week. So we'll we'll give a prize to the best the best finish to that joke. Um, but the peeking around the corner thing, the peeking through the door, whatever was being discussed by the town by the wrestlers that we were kind of peeking in on, that suddenly made everything uh, that opened things up. Because you could have anything happen, you didn't have to explain the camera because they couldn't see it. Now, when the camera's sitting there in someone's face, I just, I could, I never, and this has been for years on Raw. I could never understand how they weren't, how they weren't explaining the camera. Now, if it's a stand-up promo with, you know, tonight, you're going to, that's a different ballgame. But on those skits where I'm just supposed to be a fly on the wall, it's just, it, it, it's never, it's never been believable enough because of that. I, I wish but, they would work it was, harder. It was during the golden era. It was. That's what I'm saying. It was. And we knew there were cameras roving around backstage. So they never let us see something we really weren't supposed to see unless like that TNA thing, like where it catches something. But we weren't privy to hearing the plans that they were going to. Because it's on television. I don't know. Am I, am I a moron? Wanting wanting this logic to return? Yeah, I could. I don't think, I don't think that that's your your choice. If you're looking for logic, I think you should not not be watching Raw every week. Just you know, there's logic to it's. There's so many intangibles. Like to me, like I understood what they were doing. They were, I mean, they were just. They were give, they were giving so much action that you didn't get a chance. To... Like it used to be that the raw the raw used to be come down, start a promo halfway through the promo. Other person's music comes down. They come to the top of the ramp. I don't like what you had to say. Oh yeah, well I'm better than you. Okay, well I'll see you later on tonight. Then the next thing is, there's a guy at the coffee pot. He's pouring a cup of coffee. Guy walks by, hits him with his shoulder. You got a problem? Yeah, I got a problem. Well, how about segment four? We go out, put our gear on, and have a match. Works for me. So, I mean, that's the other way that things have been. Okay, but, okay, keep that example. I want to take you back to WCW. When someone else's music would hit, and you and Scott didn't stop talking. Well, that's just because we're dicks. Because... No, but but go to the bar fight. Were you guys going to go, 
whoa you know this that was the same as is when we go out there on live tv and somebody we'd be in the ring or they'd be in the ring and they'd be calling us out and they'd be like you know outsiders we watch you we can't we can't wait till sunday scott walk on go we can it's like so what are we going to go down? We, we're scheduled to go down to a pull apart. What is that going to do but take away from Sunday when we're supposed to be trying to sell this thing for 49 bucks? Like, no. But that breaks from the conventional logic that they were trying to push. And that's what I'm talking about. Is that's nobody what... backstage going, what if we don't go down and hit them? What if we stand on the... But I guess it's all it's all so tightly written now, right? It's yeah. there's no room for improvisation or or talent to go. I'm not. Let's change U- it up. Us- Usos decide between the between between their their faction that they're not going to come down for a segment. How the f- I mean, you can't today is what I'm saying, right? No, right. Not the way not the way it's written. <clears throat> Hey guys, Eric Bischoff here, and just want to call a quick timeout. I want to tell your listeners about what I've been telling everybody at over at 83 Weeks for quite a while now. About all the cool things that are happening over at adfreeshows.com. We get a peek behind the curtain on an all-new edition of The Insiders, as Conrad sits down with former WWE writer and current Impact producer, Jimmy Jacobs. You start to realize that you're one weird interaction with events away from being in the doghouse or being fired. Wow. And then you just start to behave in a way to try to not get fired. And then your ideas become ideas in an effort to not get fired. And pretty soon you have a whole bunch of people that are playing to not lose. Want to pick the brain of the Father? We just celebrated episode 50 of Ask Conrad, our Q&A mailbag series where Conrad answers your questions. So to me, Solo kind of has the Arn Anderson syndrome right now, where Arn was as good of a wrestler as anybody on the card, but because he's standing next to Ric Flair, he's just not going to get that opportunity. And even if he did, I think fans would say, oh yeah, I love Arn, but why isn't Rick here? Uh, and it feels a little bit like shake and bake in the old Talladega nights. And I understand the Will Ferrell character was winning all the time, but what if the other fellow won? What if Mr. John C. Riley won? And I think that's kind of the solo circumstance. If you're looking for interactive experiences, ad-free shows members can now take part in the live tapings of the podcast and are now part of the show. Eric Jones, Josh Henney, Nathan, Mitchell, Coach Rosie, RJ, Amy's here. She came to the Testicle Festival. That's awesome. We get like one or two women, you know, every once in a while, and I just love it when we do. Um, thank you all for doing this with us. This is kind of fun. Amy Vaughn's here. Hey, Amy! This is fun. I dig this. This is a different kind of energy. I don't know why. Well, yeah, you're, you're performing for a crowd now. It's not just me anymore, right? We're, we're That's just a small taste of what we've got waiting for you. With four levels to choose from, see for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com.
it's just like it's just like when I listen to the radio and I go, oh my god, what what is this? It, that's what this is with wrestling, right? It's just another, it's another point in time that others have accepted as the way it is, but folks with maybe a longer memory or older. But if um, to, if today if you're listening to the radio and you heard somebody say, I was working at a waitress as a cocktail bar. And I first saw you. You'd be like, "Okay, bad example." There was a, I mean, there was just, a lot of dodge. Yeah. There was a lot of shit on yeah, TV. There was a lot on, of on Raw and WCW in the nineties too. Yeah, there was a lot of shit. A lot of shit music. There's, it's it's all. Tell me, I remember. I went to. I, I, maybe I've said this before on this show, but since it is the the holiday seasons, I remember going to the mall. And when you went to the mall and actually shopped and I was walking and there was this huge, you know, in the middle of the courtyard, there was Santa and the elves and there was a train and there was just this wonder, just this wonderment in these kids' eyes as they're waiting for their chance. And I, I just kind of looked over and just kind of like in my, in my, in my heart, I was remember saying like, wow. I remember when I was that kid. Like, I remember when that, like, did that to me. Now it's just like, wow, like, all those kids waiting on that fat guy. We romanticize what we knew at a different time. All it is is we're so jaded, you know? But I I don't think I'm wrong in saying that you're never going to have the Scott Hall who's sent down to do a pull apart that goes... I can wait till Sunday. You just, you're never going to have that. And that was glorious and great. And it's and it it was that that well I'll, I'll attribute it to Russo, the you never know what's going to happen and the unpredictability of wrestling. I guess it's I guess it's done. It's as tightly scripted as as uh any other uh episodic television. Not the spontaneity of uh of what it used to be. So, so I'm looking over here, and and Steve said, um, put put a thing on the. Uh, he said, go down, go down the street, and ask your random, you know, just a random person, who is your favorite Saturday Night Live cast? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, of course, I would say Aykroyd, Belushi, Bill Murray, the original. When I, I mean, you know, Jane Curtin, that would be my favorite, my favorite cast of all time. Right. Name eight people on the cast of Saturday Night Live right now. I, I, and not, and not, and not, not, not the, not the, uh, anybody doing the the, the anchor. That's what I was going to pick. Michael Che and, uh, (laughs) uh, Colin Jost. Those are the two that I, that I would go to. I liked Kate McKinnon, particularly her Rudy Giuliani was unbelievable. Gone. Gone, I know. You mean the current cast? I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, we can't. Well, what was your favorite? What, while we're on it, what was your favorite SNL? I, the first, when I, when I used, that was so, such must-watch TV when I was a, a junior and a senior in, in high school. I mean, that's it's like you 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 come in on Monday and that's all you talk about was was 
you know. Yeah, it was such a thing, man, when it when it first started. It's not the movement it was. It was a real counterculture kind of uh Well, look, Carlin was the first guest. I mean, that that says it all. I, I, I know, and I and I'm just saying though that, that that's exactly where you're at right now with with uh with Raw. You know? There's not a Belushi out there. There's not an Ackroyd. There's not a Bill Murray. There's not a Garrett Morris. So talent's part of it too. Yeah. It just and I'm not saying the guys aren't aren't super talented, but it's just everybody can do so much. Like if everybody could paint cubism and you went into the went into a, an art museum in Des Moines and there was 1,100 different forms of, of cubism, and, and then you looked over there and there was Picasso, would you go, oh, wow, a Picasso? But um, let's say things change. It could be the next thing. It doesn't have to be Picasso. It doesn't have to be the... It's, but it could be the next thing. I don't know what it is. They'll find it, maybe. But let me ask you this. So so what would you change about the formula? So let's let's throw out my example of the Monday Night Wars, and let's forget about Nitro. Let's forget about all that stuff. Um, what would you change? Um, Production quality. Really? I would have... I would have... Um, less house show... They, 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 they've already shown for a fact during... Uh, covid that they were more there was it was more profitable for them not to do live events so come in on sunday and have a have a call sheet and shoot you know have the the the, the crew come in saturday and get get all the locations in the building for all the shots have a call sheet come in and shoot two and three camera shots that that production crew could definitely edit and install on Monday, increase the, instead of everything being shot with a single camera and give it a completely different look. And then like I've always wanted to do shoot the show, like the Larry Sanders show when it's in the ring, it has that hard camera, Oh, right. Cutting that between hard... film and video. Yes. Well, the film look. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Live versus, okay, that's interesting. That That's what I would do. And then that way there, the the camera does, doesn't go back and forth, which tells you it's a camera. It's the POV goes back and forth, which mm. tells you, I'm watching a televised show, mm-hmm. and this is 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 part of it. That's all it is. See, the, it's the only thing you watch that's trying to convey any kind of a story that's shot with a single single camera. So it would allow you also. Well, it would kind of answer my thing, which was, how are you explaining the cameras that are there covering? a sporting event capturing something that there's allegedly no camera capturing 
But by doing that, you're saying here's the narrative story that we're that there's no camera for, and here's the live event that our cameras are catching. Because you could very easily um, be shooting a, a, li a live interview that would have the Larry Sanders look, and it'd be backstage, and you'd have that you could have the the, the people, and it, you could have the, you could use a single camera. Shoot the two people cutting their promo with whoever the backstage person is with the live then, look, with, and with, then with the live with, with the live look, and then from from a from a, a a boom, and maybe a ladder. As soon as it goes, they say and out, and we're out, and you can and now you you can still pick up the sound because we're still mic'd, and you watch two guys walk in, and you see what happens backstage occur from a completely p different POV with that different look. Mm -hmm. And now... Now it's like a movie. Yes. Wow. I can't believe no one's tried that. It's expensive that, as fuck, man. That would, that would, but that would be interesting. You could do it, di you could do it digitally, though. You, you D didn't that, didn't that uh, Rodriguez do that with that Luchador show? Didn't they try to shoot that kind of in, in, in that the, kind the, of... The one, uh, the one in, in San Diego... Um, out in California, Lucha, Luchador Underground. What was that called? Uh, Lucha, Lucha. Lucha Underground, right? Well, it was single camera, though. I, I, you know what? I now I do remember that that was done a little different. I, I mean, props to anybody that does try to shake it up like that and to try and to try and change it. Seriously, like that's that that's what'll have to happen. I think for the next, whenever they find it, that'll be the next ten years in wrestling because. You know, it, it lays a little flat. But listen, I mean, the business, I always talk about the ratings, comparing the ratings to the Monday Night Wars time. It, entertainment's just different now because of all the competition and, and Netflix. What was the last time, when was the last time you went to a, 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 an actual theater and watched a movie? Yeah, it, it doesn't happen often. But the only, well, the only things you go there for are the big blockbusters, right? The, I don't even do that. The romance film is not going to play there anymore. That's going to go straight to streaming. I'll the go see. Are reserved for I'll Marvel. go see. I'll go see Magic Mike three. Um, I'll go see that because I'll I'll want to see because that's my boy Channing, and mm -hmm. I'll I'll want to, uh, for, for you know for for, for as, as part of that team, I'll want to uh to give my dollars. But mm -hmm. anyway, Black when Black Adam came out, I knew that it would be on HBO, so I just I said I'll just wait. It's easier to walk out of when you're watching it in your living room. Well, it's it's for me. It, it's 63 years old. You know, you know, if something's two hours and, and 15 minutes, I'm gonna have to piss. Mm. And I mean, and there's nothing like you know. You don't always have a bottle on the couch. No, well, my, all I gotta do is hit pause on my couch. Yeah, yeah. When I'm in the theater, I gotta fucking walk all the way up to the fucking top. Then I got to make sure some pedophile or some meat gazer's not in there. You know, so you got to give yourself a fluff as you're walking. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to disappoint. You know, so. you're right. You, when you're famous, yeah. like you, it's going to be spoken about somewhere. Somewhere. Somebody's going to give, somebody's going to give a book report somewhere. When, when, when you Google the, you know, the Reddit thread, Nash's cock. You want it to be positive reviews, especially if you say I, I, I want to make 
get like a real opinion. And I, I decided to send in a, a photograph and 25 bucks, you know, have um, somebody, have somebody really on your menu <laughs> and have somebody really give me a, you know, the Mandy Rose menu looking at earlier. That would be, that would be on the Nash menu. Is that what we, is that where that, that came from? The what's that? that the, uh, the $25. I thought, was, I thought it was John Tentis. He'd have to charge a lot more than twenty five. Mm. I'll tell you. I like to see him in like a like a maybe like a assless chaps. Well, if if <laughs> do the t- well, I was going to say tugboat though. He wasn't tug. He was earthquake. No, nah, he was quake, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Big Fred was was tugboat. Big Fred Ottman, exactly. Well, what you know great, what? Fuck he's that. A, he's a great fucker. He's a good guy, and and Very and if good. Eric's gonna try, and and nail that number with John Tenta, maybe we should do it with Ottman next week. We do the Fred Ottman show, and pit those two against each other and see what rating we draw, um, with a full, with the full out Fred Ottman main topic discussion. It can happen. Um, and I'm wearing the uh, the sailor cap for it as well. Um, guys, Sweet. not everyone uses nicotine okay but if you do you'll want to listen up okay get ready this is an ad for lucy breakers if you're one of the millions of adults who uses nicotine you know that not all products are the same and there's one new product that stands out above the rest lucy breakers are the only nicotine pouch that give you a blast of flavor from the first moment to the last each pouch contains a capsule that you break open to release a rush of flavor that does not fade away like those other pouches they come in so many flavors mint Uh, berries, citrus, mango, even espresso. And you don't have to go to the gas station or the corner store to get them. Just order online and they'll be shipped straight to your door. Every order gets free shipping. Plus, if you subscribe, you save $15 and you'll never run out. They'll always be delivered, okay? So whether you use nicotine while working, creating, or playing, Lucy Breakers are the intelligent choice. And we have a special deal for our listeners, okay? You're going to get $10 off your first order. When you use our promo code NASH at checkout. And shipping is always free. That's Lucy.co. Lucy.co. Promo code NASH to receive $10 off and free shipping. As 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 Joey Diaz might say, visit Lucy.co for more details. And thank Lucy for sponsoring the podcast. And here comes the fine print. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, all right? And every order's age verified, all right? The product contains nicotine. Nicotine's an addictive chemical, all right? So get on there and get the Lucy.co promo code NASH. Get your $10 off of free shipping. Thank you, Lucy. We're good. All right, it's Ask Nash. If you want access to Kevin Nash, this is, this is one of the only places that you can have that, you know? Kevin was very clear. We have a lot of requests for press when we announced this show. And Kev said, as each offer came in, he said, make them come to us to hear it. Make them come to us. So here you are. Here you are. Ask Nash. Hashtag Ask Nash if you're out there and uh, and you would like to get access. Like Robert Abishola, who said, I really enjoy Kevin talking hoops, in his opinion. Who is on his all-time Michigan team? Okay. Uh, he said point guard magic, shooting guard who, shooting fo- small forward who, 
Uh, power forward who, center who? Mich- Michigan. Well, that, you, just, you just named a Michigan State guy. Magic. Matt, Matt, he didn't play at Michigan. Well, but the, the state of Michigan. He's from Michigan. He's from Lansing, right? So I got to pick. I got to pick. It, Jesus. All right. Um, you can put yourself at center if you want. No, fuck no. Um, Spencer Haywood. Fuck is that? Spencer Haywood. Yeah. Why don't I know that name? What team? He was. He play, He was. I think the young. He went to the University of Detroit. I think he was nineteen when he when he went to the AB. He was like one of the first guys that that basically came, he played like a year. He's on that uh, Lakers show. The Lakers okay. picked him. The Lakers picked him up when Magic was was a, a rookie. Okay. Spencer was. Uh, Spencer was a. a, a pretty sure he went to. I want to think Detroit Pershing. Um, Ralph Simpson, who was an unbelievable player at Michigan State, played, God, maybe eight or nine years in the ABA, was like a 26, 27 point a game sh- uh, score. Um, of course, Magic. Um, let me think who else. Oh, Chris Weber. Mm. And then uh, Juwan, Juwan, Juwan Howard. Okay. No, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, my boy from Detroit Southwestern, Jalen. Jalen. Jalen Rose. Okay. Robert goes on to say, this is not just a wrestling podcast. It's a master class on life. And I agree. That's Zoe a hard Lopez. one because Detroit, I mean, just mm-hmm. Detroit alone has had yeah, I know I missed 80, 85 unbelievable players, but. No, you can only pick five, so it's. Uh, Zoa Lopez, one of our um, live audience attendees, and you too out there can be a live audience attendee. We're going to do these periodically. Go to adfreeshows.com and uh, sign up and see how you can be part of the bonus content, not just of our show, not just of our show, but. But if if Eric Bischoff is going to do some extra stuff, if he's going to show those photos of uh, John Tenta and the goat, it's probably going to happen on an ad-free show. Uh, Zoel asks, uh, looking forward to seeing you in Kansas City at Planet Comic Con in 2023. That said, what's your favorite type of barbecue? Uh, Kansas City's at uh, little dry rubs good. I would, I would put Kansas City up there with, 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 there used to be a place in Kansas City that we used to go to, uh, it was on a corner. God, I can't remember, but it was like one of the, like, that was one of the places where like we always ate there. Me and Luger always ate there. And that was like the only time I could get Luger to eat pork. Uh, David Van Boglen, who's also in the live audience, is asking, what are your thoughts on Rick's comment and Rick himself during that Nitro era? What are, what are Rick's comments? Is it a specific comment, David? Is this when him and Eric, the thing with him and Eric going back and forth? I want to get clarification so we can answer your uh, 
your very question. All right. I think that I think what this is is because I, I saw I saw Eric's <clears throat> um, rebuttal where Eric basically said that he'd be more than happy to sit down and talk with him. He said he'd be more than happy if he just wants to punch him, but he just he said he's just not going to air this out on social media. This was just this week, right? Yeah, that, that was, you're talking yeah. about. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, I, I know about. It. And they said, I guess. Um, uh, I guess he said the four people that made that thing work were Sting, Hall, Nash, and Hogan, not Bischoff. Who said that? That was. I guess that, that was, was Rick. I guess Rick was said. Rick? It. Yeah. I don't know. I know that that Hall and that Nash guy wouldn't have been on that list had not Bischoff had Dallas reach out to us and, and, and bring us in. So, yeah, I mean the guy with the vision, right? Are you going to yeah. discount Scorsese for the greatness I, of Goodfellas? Yeah. No, I, I think that that's one of those situations where I guess as time goes on, like, mm-hmm. like let's see. First part, Rick said, Scott Hall and Kevin Ash are the reason that real worked. Hulk jumping over made it even more. That's that's absolutely true. I mean, we were already we were already beating the WWE without Hulk. We are we were already the number one wrestling show after week after, I think the third week. But um, I mean, you take the you take two two of the top five guys from WWE and you put them on the other show. I would think that you're probably gonna draw a number for a couple of weeks anyway rick now but rick's talking about you see because eric had the on-camera role too but yeah. i think what i think what the where the heat lies is there was as i was not in the locker room when this was said was that the only it was like savage piper and hogan were the only people that that have ever drawn any money everybody else needs to shut the fuck up like Eric made that comment with Rick in the room, like Rick never drew money. Mm. I know, personally speaking for myself, when I was booking, and um, I'm glad that this was brought up, like this situation was brought up, because I'd forgotten about this. But I used to have what I called like the 12 top guys. And... At one point, we had like nine of the 12 guys were hurt. And I had to basically like write the whole show around Rick. So if I didn't have Rick, I'd been fucked. So nobody, nobody drew in the era before the NWO. Like nobody, there was a, a, a 10 year, um, mm-hmm. You know, vacuum where the just the, the business was just dismal. Yeah, business was down. We're talking about the nineties, early nineties, after the steroid trials, sex scandals, all that stuff. Yeah. But it was even the uh, the, the Hulk- product was shitty too. The product, well, the Hulkamania thing was starting to die. The, the 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 Saturday night main events were gone. You know, I mean, the the, the business was in it was it was in a, in a downfall. Yeah, Crockett sold. So, you know, Crockett went to Turner. So it's just, you know, but when, 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 when Rick was, you know, working for Crockett, see Rick, Rick drew in the territories, which is completely different. 
like he brought Rick in and, and, you know, Rick, Rick drew, and that was, that was what he, he did. He came in and he drew and he went to the next territory and he drew. And so. It's, I it's, think it's though complete. with that specific comment, he was talking about Eric's on camera role, probably in, in NW, which he would probably, Eric would probably admit himself. I don't know if I can put words in his mouth was far more negligible than you guys in the ring. But Eric was kind of masterminding this whole thing, no? Yeah, it, it was Eric's it was Eric's concept. Right. Okay. So, you know, that that that's gotta get props. That'd be like that'd be like me saying, um me and Scott me and Scott drove the Model T. No, Henry Ford doesn't get any credit. Very good. Would take a Detroit guy to pull that one out, wouldn't Thanks, it? Thanks, babe. Uh, Windy City Chi Town Challenges says, I've been wondering if Sean or Kevin are fans of cigars. If so, what label or any favorites? Me personally, I'm a fan of Monte Cristo's, uh, Partagas, CEO, and my top 10, as my top 10 brands. Figured I'd ask both of you since you like the finer things in life, so do I. Yeah, I, I have some faves. I'm not smoking shit unless it gets me high. Right. But you you ha- you did smoke cigars. I remember talking cigars with you. I smoke cigars, but to me, I, I just, like, what, it's like, I just don't want to have an ashtray for a mouth for a day and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rough. You know? It's just. Yeah. Uh, if you had to put me on the list there, I'll say uh, uh, Monte Cristo, I'll agree with you on that, Windy City. Uh, a Fuente, an Arturo Fuente, if I'm fortunate enough to be in the presence of an Opus X, that's very nice. I do like the Rocky Patel line of, um, it's more full-bodied, like a vintage 92 or a 2000. Um, his Connecticut, it's, it's very light, and Connecticut wrapper, um, but uh, but it's a good, like, everyday. Which and one, I, if you had to use one as a butt plug, which would it be? It, well, I, the girth of the Connecticut is pretty impressive. Um, but you want so, the length of the Churchill or the the Churchill? Yeah, I mean that's gonna you'd be singing Moon River. You get that all the way yeah, up you, there because you, you're like an Asian dude might sneak in there with a short story, right? Not 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 nearly as effective as the Churchill. No, um, a good everyday cigar, pretty pretty affordable, is the La Gloria Cubanas that I found that I do enjoy. All right. Thank you for asking that, Wendy. See, let's go to our live audience here for some more. Somebody out there want to ask about fucking fixing a car because I know nothing about that also. Bryant Haremza, you had a ladder match with Triple H where you had to climb up and get a sledgehammer. How difficult is it to put together a ladder match when you both don't normally do them? What do you mean both don't don't normally? How about fucking never? How about I've never done one in my life? I've got 17 knee operations <laughs> and fucking he's running the show and I get to talk to him for about eight minutes in the ring before the doors open. And that was my last match. Everybody else gets to have a last match. That was mine. Fuck me. <laughs> How about this? How about incorporating the sledgehammer? Not as a butt plug, by the way. Who gives a fuck? Gives a fuck about a sledgehammer? All I know is you got a fucking if it's if it's an eighteen foot ladder. Guess what? 
nobody wins until somebody goes off the motherfucker, and I wasn't going over. Mm. So, gotcha, Cav Manning with the Mandy Pub that's been gone on this week. Give me your top three hottest chicks in wrestling of all time at their peak. I'm going Tori, Sunny, Mandy. Sable always looked 40 to me. Sean, you answer too. As always, great show. All right, top three, all time. So you can go way, but you can go Desiree Peterson we can talk about. We can do Lalani Kai. Mm. Mula in her heyday, if you want. I'll go in, in no no particular order. Get right up into that mic. I don't want I don't want to miss one broad. I may have Tr- to look some up. Trish. Okay. Tori. Sable. Okay. Mm, I would I would go Elizabeth. A, a very pure, wholesome look. Um Nancy was pretty hot, right? Uh, Sullivan. Um, yeah, I mean, Sonny in the heyday, right? Uh, can I have one more? Yeah. You can have as many as you want. you Kevin Nash. I I would, I would definitely with Stacy also. Okay. Stacy and Tori were kind of like, you know, they were. Kind of going with the contemporaries, I've noticed. Well, they, Where's they, Wendy Richter? I mean, in that in that era, like I don't think anybody. Like, I thought I thought, but like Deuce was, you know, like Deuce was like she was hot, but she was also really athletic. And yeah, then, I mean, she was an athlete, sure. Yeah, she was an athlete. And then it was, then it was, then you you got like like Trish took that to another level. Mm-hmm. Where she could, you know, she could go, and she was, you know, she, and she was really attractive. I think actually Trish has gotten better looking as she's gotten older. Eddie Prather on the uh, live audience set. Kevin, do you believe that the NWO became watered down when they started to let guys like Mike Rotunda, Stevie Ray, and Ray Trailer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, into the NWO? Couldn't give everyone a shirt, right? Although it seemed uh, like it was happening. No, it was. It was. It was an easy way to get somebody over. Um, uh, you know, was that the death of it? I was reading today on Twitter. Somebody said this is the twenty-sixth uh, anniversary of uh, NWO two thousand with Brett me. Um, uh, what was that? Brett me, Jarrett. And maybe Scott. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, 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 there were so many different. You know, I just put it this way. I mean, besides the Horsemen, there's probably not been. There's nobody. There's no organization that's had more members than the NWO. Oh, without a question. I saw a list one time. I was looking. It's it's. And, I didn't and, even remember half. When that you go, when, and in. you go, you go to Hall of Fame. Like the the amount of amount of Hall of Fame guys that were in the NWO. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. 
Saturn Boy from Twitter says, uh, since you live in Daytona Beach, I have to ask, have you ever met Vanilla Ice? And is he as chill as his name implies? I thought he was from Miami. Um, I have no idea where he's from. I Actually, my first film I did was Ninja Turtles, and he was on set for his birthday when he sang the uh, Go Ninja, Go Ninja, Go. Ah, a classic. Big ninja, the Ninja Rat. Did you smoke a bone with him? No, he tried to smoke mine. Sweet. Everybody wanted to drag off the super shredder. I used to tell him, you're looking for the carburetors back there by the crack of my ass. And that brings us to Michael Gallagher on the crack of the ass. Congratulations, Michael. Uh, how many times a day does someone do the rocks <laughs> to you? I'm guessing not often. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Very good. Uh, David Van Bogelen, patiently waiting for his fourth question to be asked. Uh, a fight breaks out. Which of these men are the last standing? Harley Race, Dick Slater, Carl Gotch, or John Tenta? In their primes, of course. If it's at a Denny's, I'm going with Tenta. Hmm. I tell you what, man, I, I I can't see anybody knocking Harley Race the fuck out. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's probably got to be Harley too. Oh, you do hear about Dick. Who else do you hear about? Tracy Smothers, right? Haku. Those are kind of the common ones. But from that list, from what I know, it's got to be Harley, right? He has a good grip. Grab my balls one night. I tell you right now, I've I've, I've talked to Flair, and Flair had like. You know, if you, if Haku's not on that list, then then it's the next one is 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 Harley. There you go. Oh, and then finally we'll round it out with Michael Prolt. I'm gonna mess this name up. P R O U L X. There he is. Prol, I'll call it. Um, if it was Sting and not Hogan as the third man, do you think the NWO continues on a similar hot streak? No. Had to be Hulkster, right? Yeah, because it, it, it was a takeover of the, w, the WWE was taking over, and if there's nobody that was more WWE than than Hulk, so you know, Sting had never been there before. Would Sting have been the next best choice? Absolutely. He just would not have had the same impact since he had not uh, wasn't coming from, from from Titan as we used to call right, it back then. right. I mean, we've talked Sting this episode, we've talked Hogan, we've talked Harley, but I think we have enough John Tenta references to get us in the 15,000 in day one uh, YouTube range, I think. I think this could happen this week. If, we, <clears> if, <throat> if word gets out there. Yeah. Well, we're going to edit. We're going we're gonna to do, we're gonna do a clip, and it's just going to be a string of the Tenta references, I think. All right. Well, this is a fine time to remind everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media, produced in association with Podcast Heat, created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, and Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash. Copyright 2022, Butch and Sundance Media. Kev, the world wants to know, do you have another one in you? Got to break, break in... Uh... 
plaques. I call it the, the they call it the button, but I call it the plaque. So the the plaque is supposed to be coming. So my son, we 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 got one plaque. We ordered uh, several for, for for the crew and everyone, but my son's uh, gonna be getting the first one. So for everybody out there that um, made that happen and made us get a hundred thousand subscribers, that's on its way. Uh, as they say in Detroit, fucking believe it when I see it. But um, besides that, um, just want to wish everybody a happy new year because it's coming up and hope you guys all had a joyous Christmas. Hope it was, was uh, better than mine because mine sucked. 23 is going to be better. Can't be any worse. All right, Shaul, to our live audience, thank you for joining us, our ad-free show, people. Thank you for participating. We'll get you in here again in January. And if you want to join them, go to adfreeshows.com. Deuces, y'all. John Tenta. That's not what the T stands for. No, that's my boy. (laughs) 